Hi, this is Bianca. And this is Anna. And welcome back to another episode of Girl Talk Mondays. Mondays. We're back. This week's topic is going to be about internships. Fashion internships specifically, because mm-hmm. if you listen to our previous episode, I think it was the second one we did, right? Yeah, I think it so. was on fashion school and oh, yeah. our whole education experience, mm-hmm. where we went to school, what we did for our degree, was it a good choice? Do we regret it? Mm-hmm. If you want to listen to that one as well, you can definitely go give it a listen. You it's can listen to all of them. One. You can listen to all, <laughs> but this is kind of like the next step on from our from that one. fashion school episode because. Yeah. We're going to talk all about the internships that we got while studying. Yeah, and after as well. And after, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we thought it would be quite a good topic to go through. I don't know about you, Anna, but I get so many people messaging me all the time about internships. Mm-hmm. Or even people who want to have like work experiences doing some stuff for social media. Yeah. So I think I it's quite yeah. So I mm-hmm. think it's quite a good one to go through in detail and yeah. yeah, just talk about our experience, basically. And I also know that when I was in uh, in my uni, in my undergrad degree, I was looking at a lot of different sources and trying to find information on how to get internships and, you know, where to look for them. And I could never find anything. I could mm-hmm. never find any blogs about it. And I could never find anything that was really informational and helpful. It was more like, okay, just apply. And I was like, well, I understand that. Yeah. But where do I find the internships? Like, what is important for me to look for? When do I need to start? What do I do? Like, which mm-hmm. ones should I do it to achieve? Like, which, uh, what would you say? What job in the future? Like, what job in the future do you want? And what do you need for that? Yeah, yeah. I definitely felt the same, at least for the first internship that I got. I was, yeah, completely lost with it. I knew I wanted to do something. Not Even sure Even though why. we had, yeah, not mm-hmm. sure why. I think we had good resources at our university as well, and we're going to yeah, talk we through some of those. But yeah, I just didn't know what was the process. I didn't even know what I needed to put on my CV or my cover letter. No, basically. nobody knows what exactly. to put on their CV. Yeah, when it's your first one afterwards, of course, you understand, you know what to do. But if it's your first experience and you have no experience before that, what do you even put on your CV to get these internships? Yeah, I think it's like that with everything, though. Whenever you start like new, you have no idea what you're doing. Right. But then after trying it the first time, it takes a while until you, until you get it. But mm-hmm. then afterwards, it's fine. Yeah, yeah definitely. So we're going to talk through some important like questions that we've been asked so first of all to go through internships and why do you need them Mm -hmm. are they even important to have while you're studying Mm -hmm. so I think that's really an important topic because it's quite difficult to go through your degree depending what your topic is doing but Mm -hmm. to go through your degree and then finish and expect to have a full-time job it's almost impossible to do that these days yeah these days because of the amount of competition you know that there is the amount of people who do the same degree as you and want to then get the same jobs of course the company will take the person with good grades but not only that they'll take someone with industry experience already yeah so they know what to expect yeah so it's definitely very important I highly recommend to get as much internship experience as possible Mm -hmm. throughout the time that you're studying because afterwards if you don't do it while you're studying you might need to do internship experience when you're done when you get out of uni yeah, yeah, exactly. Before going into a full-time role. Mm-hmm. And most companies, they actually look at your internships and your real-life experience before they look at your grades. Yes. Because that's something that you can, you know, you can learn everything that you have in your course. And that means, of course, mm-hmm. that you're book smart. But if you don't have experience, that means that they have to train you. And if they have to train you, it takes up more of their resources and time. And that's not beneficial to them. They need someone who can come in and know their stuff already and start working and deliver. Right. I know it happened so many times for me because whenever I did interviews for internships or even for jobs now, Mm -hmm. um, I almost never get asked about my degree. Like, I will always mention it because I'm quite proud to say I did my bachelor's and a master's as well. Yeah. And I did well on them. But it's not at all a topic of conversation. And I guess it depends which field again. But it's not the main point of focus. If you're a doctor, of course. Yeah, that's going to be one of the main things that they're looking at. Yeah, exactly. at first. But yeah. we're yeah, yeah, in this episode though because none of us we're not doctors no. or lawyers. No. But if you are interested in the same field that we are in at the moment, then this would be helpful to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if you want to become a doctor, I would say this is not really the internship <laughs> uh, advice that you need. Yeah. However, it still might be fun to listen to. So exactly. you might as well 
stay. Exactly. Um, but yeah, internships are really, really important. I don't think that we understand it really when we're younger. When I was like 14, 15, I thought it was just a complete waste of time. Even I would say in mm. uni, I thought it was a waste of time mm. until I saw my CV building up and that I could see that I had different kind of experiences. And we'll talk about our experiences later, but I didn't even know where I was going with my internships because I tried out everything I felt like, everything in the fashion industry. But in the end, that helped me to see what I really wanted to do. And I had like a full circle of different things I had tried that helped me and led me to the point where I want to go. Yeah, that's really good. Because me, when I first got my internship, I think that was already after my first year of uni. Mm -hmm. So I didn't realize that I could have already done it like earlier, even whilst I'm in my first year. Yeah. I did it kind of, yeah, during the summer of my first year, basically. So unlike Anna, I did internships kind of on the same field, actually, Mm -hmm. not in such a wide range. Range. So I think that it would actually be quite good. It's actually really beneficial to do as much as possible if you already know what you want to do 100%. Yeah. You know, you know you want to go into like marketing, for example. Then do marketing. Then you only do internships in marketing. But if you actually don't really know yet what kind of area mm-hmm. you want to go to in fashion, it's really good to do a wide try variety. Stuff out. Yeah. To try stuff out. You yeah. know, they're not really for a long period of time either. No. It's a trial and error. Exactly. It's all about that. Yeah, so that's the first question answered. Are internships important? Yes, Mm -hmm. they really are because they're going to, like everything you do in life, if you do something for yourself, it's going to come back. It's going to give you, you know, a step ahead of everyone else and you're going to be able to understand a lot of things that maybe other people haven't experienced yet. So if you've done a lot of marketing internships, you have a degree in marketing, then you come to the job. If there's someone else who's only done a degree, they're going to pick you. For sure. Completely. There's nothing more valuable in this industry than having work experience. Yeah. So we would highly recommend it. And uh, we kind of touched on this already, but when do you need to start them? Yeah. I say you need to start them as earliest as possible. So Mm -hmm. I actually did do an internship before going into my degree in London, Mm -hmm. but that was in law. It was completely different Mm -hmm. because if you listen to the first, no, our episode on fashion school, basically... I mentioned that I applied to law school first. Yeah. And so during the summer before I went into, yeah, went to university, I did an internship with a judge at a courthouse, and that was in law. And so I already knew how valuable it was because to actually do that experience got me to realize that I didn't want to work in law in a courthouse at yeah, all. exactly. And made me completely change my path. Mm-hmm. But if I never did have that experience, you I would have, have probably gone into law school and my life would have been so entirely different. different yeah so sometimes doing these things you know they make you realize I don't want to do this at all it's horrible it's not what I enjoy yeah sometimes they make you realize oh I love it I love doing this mm-hmm. or you're not sure so you test out more things mm-hmm. but the earlier you do it the better it is so that you can have that decision before you need to you know start working and then because you don't want to start working and do like two, three years in a job and then realize you don't want to be in that field. No, because then, then you'll have to start over. Yeah, then you'll have a crisis. <laughs> so it's better to start early and feel like you get stuff out yeah. of the way. So I would say the earlier the better if you know what you're going to, what kind mm-hmm. of the area you want to do. Maybe mm-hmm. start, you know, after you finish your high school before going into university, do something fun over the summer, yeah. do like an internship or, or definitely start. I would say in your first or second year of university, for sure. Yeah, I would say that you should never feel pressured to go in and do an internship, but you should always, of course, want to look out for yourself and you should always want to do better and bigger things. And to do that, you can start looking at internships however early you feel like it's necessary. But I would also say that you cannot say it's not time for me to do an internship and it's not time for me to do an internship and then keep saying that until the end of your degree mm-hmm. because that's not never going to get you anywhere. So I would say that you can start looking as soon as you feel ready. Once you've gone into uni, maybe the mm-hmm. first few months, just leave it. Don't do an internship. But then when you have those breaks, when you have three months over Christmas, maybe take a few days to go home to your family and then work somewhere in your hometown. Mm-hmm. Maybe do something you never thought you would experience but something you're really interested in and see if that's something you want to work in maybe you know you love embroidering 
embroidering. Is that a word? Embroidery. Embroidery. <laughs> um, and then you say, okay, I'm going to go work for a seamstress. Yeah. And then you do that and you discover that that's one of your biggest passions and you're really good at it. Yeah, you don't have to do something related to your degree and we're going to talk about that after as well. Mm -hmm. But you can completely do whatever you want for your internship and mm -hmm. enjoy this time because it's the only time pretty much that you'll be able to be that flexible and, and do discover. these short-term things. Yeah, yeah, and discover different topics and, and meet different people. environments and yeah you meet lots of different people as well so many people so it's definitely worth it to yeah to spend some time looking into them and do things that you really have you know a passion for basically mm -hmm. yeah I would say so too but you cannot feel really pressured because then you're just gonna freak yourself out yeah exactly exactly don't feel pressured by it just you know take it as it goes if you find something it's great if you don't it's okay as well because it isn't the end of the world really mm. it's just good to have it's something good to have but it, you don't need to feel pressured if you feel like it's not the right time for you at that moment and then so where do you find them yeah so another important thing is actually how do you find internships where mm -hmm. do you go for it because um i was completely kind of lost i guess when looking for internships at the beginning yeah, i think everyone was yeah the only place i knew where to look for was um actually on a school website so london college of fashion they have really good resources that's true and they had their own careers search page basically yeah, that was affiliated with them and so there's a lot of companies under that Oh yeah, there's everyone from the University of the Arts London who mm -hmm. can use this. And so you're basically in competition with all of them. Mm -hmm. But it's the job posters who will post it to your school because they're looking for, you know, similar candidates. Yeah, and students. And students, basically. So they know that you're not going to be the most experienced, but they're looking for someone who's interested and who's willing to work. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So when I got my first internship, I was looking on that site only. Really? Yeah, and yeah. I actually applied just to one internship. And you got and it. And I got it. That's so rare. That's <laughs> so rare. Because I didn't know what I was doing at all. And so I looked and I was like <laughs> scrolling like, okay. and I'm like, I don't know who, what that brand is. I don't yeah. know what that job is. And then I find a brand that I knew quite well because it's Michael Kors. And it's, mm. you know, it's a global brand. It's known really well in the industry. And yeah. I was doing fashion, so... I was like, oh, I'm going to apply for this. And I was mm. studying a marketing degree. But when I saw Michael Kors had a job posted for a summer internship, yeah, I was definitely wanted to apply, even though it wasn't even related to my marketing degree because mm -hmm. it was a wholesale division internship. Oh, So that was in the wholesale sector, so working in showrooms, um, mm. doing buying appointments, meeting clients, organizing the showroom and styling the models to present during the you know buying season yeah it was all that kind of thing so it wasn't at all related but for me it was quite important to have a big logo on my cv and so that's why yeah. i wanted to apply for this one yeah that is a good tip actually it is big as well. logos yeah but it's also hard to be recognized in these labels for example yeah. if it's a huge company and they're use they're gonna use you know for manpower yeah kind of. yeah exactly they won't really see your value unless you know someone mm -hmm. in the industry yeah and uh, if you have contacts but you do get that name on your CV. So if that's right. something you're looking for, then that's valuable. But you should also know that they're not going to sit there and baby you. They're going to give you a task, maybe something even as simple as getting coffee for the team when they're having a meeting. Mm -hmm. like, and you're just going to have to do it. No complaints. Do it your best. And uh, go along with that. Hope for the fact that they might call you back and ask for you to go back and you know work mm -hmm. there again. But you should never expect that. Um, but yeah. yeah. It's a good experience to have big yeah. CVs. I mean, what am I saying? Big I'm logos. Like, I'm so CV. spaced out right now. Can you tell? <laughs> no. Really? really? Well, oh, great. <laughs> no, but yeah, like what Anna said, it's really valuable definitely to have a good name because that's yeah. how other brands and other jobs will, you find know, you. kind of find you mm -hmm. and get interested in your CV as well through those logos. But it isn't everything because, no. you know, yeah, as Anna said, you might not do the most interesting tasks, especially during an internship when they know you're there for a short period of time. Yeah. They don't have the funding to train you during that time because no. you're not there for very long. So you need to help them. They need to use you yeah. to help them as much as possible in their yeah. you know, everyday like tasks. tasks. You are manpower. You're just basically. manpower for them. Yeah. But then on the other hand, it gives you real insight into the industry. the industry gives you experience being in that company seeing how a big company works with lots exactly. of maybe more employees 
-hmm. So that's why that is good. But it is also good to work for smaller companies, like maybe Mm -hmm. look for startups. If you're interested in having more of a say Mm -hmm. and doing something where you might be able to make a bit of a difference or have more creativity. Or get to know the whole team. Or get to know more of the team, yeah, because otherwise you'll be working with, you know, a very small part of a bigger company. Bigger company. And nobody would really recognize you. Right. So it could be actually a good thing to consider doing both of Mm -hmm. those things. Yeah. Um, For me, when I started, I chose directly the bigger logo and I think it was a good place for me to start because... Um, Although I didn't do the most difficult and challenging things, Mm -hmm. I definitely got to see how it worked on a larger scale. Yeah. And then I would have been ready to learn other things. But because when you go into a startup or a smaller company, you might kind of be like thrown into the deep end. Yeah. Because everybody's working together and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of working as a big part of the team to... There's so many tasks. And you're doing a bit of everything. Exactly. Yeah. Because they really need you. But in these larger companies... They don't re. I mean, they need you, but not in a way where it's detrimental to the company. Right. And uh, but the thing is, if you're in a larger company, if you open your eyes, you can see so many operations and so many things that you wouldn't have seen in the smaller companies. Mm-hmm. For example, if you just ask to sit in on a meeting just to learn, yeah. that's a really good thing to do. I never did that because I never. I actually never pushed myself enough. Because I never thought, okay, this, if I learn a lot here, I can, you know, make it and break into another part of the industry with mm-hmm. this and with recommendations from people here that see that I'm really interested. Yeah. So if you go into something, you know, okay, this is what I want to do, push yourself and tell yourself, okay, I'm going to ask to be in the meeting. What's the worst thing that can happen? They, they can say, say no. no. Exactly. And then you say, okay. Thank you so much. I just wanted to check because I'm really interested. Yeah. Then they're going to be like, oh, that person really cares. Let's Completely. invite them to the next meeting. Yes, that's really true. Yeah. The more you show initiative, actually, they really appreciate it. And they think you're not this just there, you know, to put it on your CV. You're there to mm-hmm. actually learn more. Yeah. And... Um, no, that's completely really valuable and really true. And that's actually how it was for me at Michael Kors. Not at all my internships, but I really actually enjoyed Michael Kors while I was there. It wasn't what I wanted to do in the future because mm-hmm. it's wholesale. And um, it wasn't a super challenging internship for me. But mm-hmm. I'd be, at the beginning when I first started, I was basically more of the one who was arranging the collection in the showroom, making it look nice, styling the model. I would kind of be like on the side, kind of just bringing the models out, showing them the pieces. Yeah. But I actually did ask like, oh, can I sit in on the meeting? Hmm. Can I maybe, you know, create one of the, like, um, I guess like a selection, like a range for a department store if I feel like I understand what they're looking for because they had me actually look at you know, past data of the brand and how well it sold for them. Oh, wow, that's good. So I actually did ask, and they were like, yeah, actually, you can do that because mm-hmm. we've got some meetings back-to-back, and we could use more of your help. See? So, otherwise, they wouldn't have given you that. Otherwise, they would have let me just, yeah, just style the models and arrange the showroom for them, and that's it. Yeah, But I ask. actually asked, mm-hmm. and so I worked longer hours, and I ended quite late when I was doing the internship, like maybe 7, 8 p.m. some days. Yeah. Uh, but I did get more out of it than what you know what was initially there Mm -hmm. and they actually enjoyed working with me quite a lot that I was able to do an internship with them a few months later for the next season so so I interned with them twice that's so good so yeah it's definitely worth it to ask and push yourselves and try to learn as much as possible yeah for sure but aside from university platforms I also used fashion worky yeah that's a good Um, one as well that one's good and then also there was another one you can also go on business of fashion they have a lot on there but that's more for like jobs that's more for jobs yeah Yeah, it's more for jobs so if you're out in the industry now looking for jobs that's for people who have experience already but that one is really good too Mm -hmm. um and And then there is, of course, LinkedIn. Yeah, I think this is a really important point to cover that if you are studying and you don't have LinkedIn yet, you You should create one. Yeah. It's basically the social media for professionals. Yeah. And everyone that you meet in industry, whether you're doing internships or you're studying with Mm -hmm. people, you can add them on there. Yeah, just connect with them. Yeah, connect. People come around, you can ask them for jobs later. Yeah. You know, you can also find lots of 
great experiences and um yeah and don't be shy and internships available on linkedin so it's a great yeah. place to also connect. for interviews like i've used mm-hmm. linkedin so much for interviews for my bachelor thesis and everything it's not called a thesis it's a dissertation dissertation and i'm going to use it now for my master thesis as well oh, like as in you interviewed people on mm-hmm. the platform no i didn't i just like i wrote people in the industry on there on yeah. linkedin and then i asked them to have an interview with me yeah and i got like six interviews or something with people who worked at like you know dior Chanel that's good that's a good idea actually yeah yeah so it's a good way to get contacts and also even though you don't maybe have any experience you can still put in okay I'm going to this university and I'm looking you can put in your bio looking for internships within this and this and this yeah and then you can also try to connect with uh, you can go and ask someone in your university and ask them oh do you know someone who works with an agency who does what is it called when someone works for someone and then they hire people through them? Yeah. Um, I forgot. That's true. What is it called? It's, um, I don't know. Oh, wait, that word is on my mind. A I know. Recruiter. 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 You can ask them, oh, do you know any recruiters that I could add on LinkedIn and uh, write them and say, I'm looking for this kind of internship. And then they will most likely either say yes or no, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, that way you can get some insight to the industry. But uh, yeah, so there you can find jobs. I found one of my internships for Grazia magazine on um, Fashion Worky. Mm -hmm. And um, I was only there for a few weeks and I was mainly in the fashion closet. So I was there running like crazy, (laughs) like a crazy person. We got in maybe like 100 packages every two days. Oh my gosh. And we had to hang up everything, organize everything for shoots. And then we had to send everything back, every single piece to every single. So we'd have like a running band. We were three interns. Okay. And someone would write the sticker. Someone would package the thing. Someone would tape it up. Someone would run it down. And then we had like a hundred mm-hmm. couriers coming like all the time. Right. To get samples. Mm-hmm. And then, and yeah. And then everyone that was uh, writing articles or planning shoots. So all the stylists would be like, okay, can you guys bring out this selection we'd bring it out like lay it down on the floor they'd pick out like maybe five out of like 40 bags and be like send the rest back and we just got them in but (laughs) it was crazy busy um we weren't doing anything that was really intellectually stimulating but it was just interesting to see the running of the whole magazine yeah and uh, it's definitely worthwhile experience so yeah with such a big company and name as well because yeah you really don't know how it works until you're in the door and you can see how it works and even everything as the smallest tasks Mm -hmm. actually help everybody further down the line yeah so they do need interns and people to help them out and Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, I think it's a good experience, even though it can be stressful and you might think at the time, like, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. It can be beneficial later. It might not be what you're going to do forever, of course. Yeah, and I also saw, because I got to work on their spreadsheets and I saw their advertisers, how much they were getting in from each advertiser, Mm. like how much they were paying them, um, how many times they were coming back to the magazine, what pages they were on, then like what shoots they had to do with certain um, advertisers. Mm. So, like, the biggest ones, you know, like, Prada and stuff, they had their pages, but then there were some that they had to do shoots with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, they'd be, like, they'd ask us to bring in all the shoes maybe from this one company. And then Mm -hmm. they would pick the shoes. Oh, my God, I saw so many, like, sparkly Chanel bags and, like, (laughs) Christian Louboutins. It was insane. The best pieces possible. Sometimes (laughs) I would, like, pull something out and I'd be in awe. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there was one huge sparkly Chanel bag. I was, like, oh, my God. Did you ever ask if you could wear it? No. Of course that only not. happens in the movies. No, I was like, wow. And then the editor-in-chief, she um, she would, like, call us up, and she'd be like, come here with all the stuff, and then we'd run out. And um, she'd be like, yeah, what do you guys think of this? And then we were kind of, like, starstruck because we didn't really know what to answer. Yeah. Um, and I also actually pushed myself because I asked if I could go with on one of the shoots. Oh. And I was like, can I come with and just be there and help out and do whatever I can? Yeah. And even though I felt kind of awkward there, because I, I was there to, like, steam clothes and, like... Oh, they let you go to the shoot with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But I was, it was a bit awkward for me because I'm, like, I can't... I'm not even, like, good at steaming clothes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's not my forte. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, how do I even use this thing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I had to do at Michael Kors as well before we put them on the models of, like, while yeah, they're looking exactly. nice in the showroom for the buyers to come and look at it. We yeah. have to steam it as well until, like, so late. 
I know, it took forever. <laughs> but yeah, even though that internship was quite full on and I didn't learn that much in terms of material, it was more for the experience and knowing how that part of the industry works. I know I don't want to work specifically within uh, magazines mm-hmm. um, for a few different reasons. It's a great industry, but it's just not for me. Um, but I learned that. I also learned so much about how just like the general industry works, how it's set up, which people work in it, how they get, you know, how they get partnerships, how how much they get from different partners. Yeah, it's it definitely was really interesting, interesting to see the yeah, in the yeah. industry and kind of understand the data behind it as mm-hmm. well. And so I thought I wanted to do that, to that too. Yeah, yeah, you might think you want to do something until you go work there and you mm-hmm. realize it's not all for you. Yeah. But a last thing about how to find internships, and this is quite important, is that uh, if you go to a fashion school, or probably any other school as well, Mm -hmm. they do a lot of networking events. Yes. So they have companies come into the school or come into, like, they Mm -hmm. set up an event space, and they basically, you know, allow you to chat to these representatives of the companies and Mm -hmm. hand them your CV, see if they have any openings, Mm -hmm. and it's... I mean, it's better than, I wouldn't say it's better or the same thing as sending in your CV for a job, but to have that chance to actually chat to someone in real life and it can impress them, it can definitely work. Not yeah. all the time can you get an internship out of it, for sure not, no. because there's so much competition, mm-hmm. but it can always be good to go in and mm-hmm. and chat to them and try and... Yeah, what if you click with them? Yeah, what if you click with them? Like, I remember yeah. I went to one, I think it was in my second year, mm-hmm nearing my third year of university at London College of Fashion and I met a French woman who worked at Christian Dior and she did marketing mm. for them oh my God. and she I think had like a scheme which was I think like a year long oh. and it was six months in retail and six months in marketing in the head office in London and so we were chatting and we got along really well because she's French also and um, I told her how much I loved the brand, how I, you know, what I'm doing in my university, yeah. what I did previously, and that I would love to apply. And so she said, oh, definitely give me your CV and, um, and I'll arrange for you to come in for an interview. And so on the next Monday, she emailed me to invite me in for an interview, basically, yeah. with the team. That's amazing. And yeah, so it was really good. So I actually did interview with them and they were, they wanted to take me, but... Um, you had third year. I had my third year. Yeah. Was it one of those, like, placement year things? Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't have placement year? Yeah. Okay. But it was, yeah, you had to do basically Mm. six months in their boutique to get to know the brand and the luxury Ah. customer. And then you had six months in their head office doing marketing. Mm -hmm. But you couldn't do one or the other because it was a luxury brand. And before you did marketing, they wanted you to get to know the brand. Yeah. And it was full time. And I believe it was paid as well. Not very yeah. much, but it was actually paid. Yeah. But I, in the end, had to decline it because mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to work uh, full-time no. and study full-time as well. No. And they're there to talk to you. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. That's the good thing. Because they're there because they're interested to find someone Mm -hmm. and build relationship, obviously, with the school. Yeah. But also to find people like you that are maybe not that experienced. And they are looking for people who they can help as well and get into the industry. So that's a really good place to start from, actually. Yeah, definitely. I had something to say, but I completely forgot. Oh, it'll come back. Yeah, but it will come back. Okay. okay. We'll go on to the next question. So mm-hmm. should your internship apply to your degree? Which we did mention, um, yeah, a little bit, but it doesn't have to really apply. You can do no. an internship in whatever you like. Yeah. As long as, you know, you think it will bring value to you, you're interested in learning more. Yeah. You can do it. And as well, like, look into doing a range of different things, like we said, because it mm-hmm. can be really good for your knowledge and if you decide to do something later, at least you'll have different experiences so nothing can really stop you. Yeah. Ooh, it came back to me. Oh, what is it? So basically, <laughs> I remember when I was in uni the first year, they always told us, there was this one woman, she always said, you have to do at least one year in retail to be able to ever work in fashion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, because, you know, I thought she was right. I thought she had, you know, yeah. our best interest at heart. So I went in, I did retail for two days. I hated it more than mm-hmm. anything I hated for it so days. much <laughs> I did it for two days I hated it so much they put me in a store in high heels and tight pencil skirt and I had to sell stuff and I hated it it's it, true it I was did like the worst experience thing. as well for a very short period of time yeah 
I did, I think, three days or four days in Selfridges when it was, like, nearing Christmas time. And it was, I think, in November. It was, like, busy with sales coming up and everything. Mm -hmm. And it was just so intense. But because I was only there, like, as a temporary for three days, I was, like, going in between all different departments, and I had no idea what I was even doing. Yeah. And then I did it as well for four months on weekends only at Tommy Hilfiger. Mm -hmm. And although retail is really not the place for me at all, because I don't really enjoy as much, like, actually chatting to customers and selling product in person, it was, I think it is good to also have, you don't have to do it. Definitely not. It's the same like working mm-hmm. as a waitress um, at a cafe or restaurant, yeah. or those kind of jobs like that. Yeah. Either you really like them and you're passionate and you like talking to customers or mm-hmm. you don't. But for me, it was kind of like my first real job experience. And yeah. so I definitely don't regret doing it. I think yeah. that it was actually good. Yeah, but I don't know. For me, it was more... <laughs> the thing is, for me, I really did not enjoy it. And it was not because I was not talking to customers and stuff I was you know I was having a good time talking to customers but it was just not stimulating I felt like I was standing like a doll for hours on end I my feet were hurting I wasn't doing anything where I was developing myself I felt like I already knew how to speak to customers I already knew what their thought process was and if I could just you know it would be better for me to just walk around randomly on the weekends in stores and talk to people and that would help me more and then I could do another job. So it just depends on what you want to do. If you love, I know some people that love working mm-hmm. in retail. And that's so good because, you know, somebody loves everything. I mean, right. not everything, but you know what I mean. Every person loves something. And so if that's someone's job, I've heard people that said it calms me down. Like I'll stand there and I'll work and it will calm me down. It's like a therapy. For me, it drives me crazy. But maybe it's because the environment you were in was so hectic because I did yeah. it um, in Selfridges mm-hmm. and then I did it in Tommy Hilfiger and the experience was completely different. I didn't mm-hmm. like doing retail in either of them for sure. Like I never went to work and I said, oh, I really love what I'm doing. I'm so excited for today. But I did it just for the experience. Yeah, yeah. But when I was at Selfridges, because I was a temp I was just thrown into the deep end and it was so busy with people and people were asking questions about this product and where can I find this and I had no idea so therefore I really didn't like my experience there because Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing but when I was at Tommy Hilfiger it was really quiet there wasn't as much footfall you Mm -hmm. got to really talk to customers for a long time Mm -hmm. it wasn't at all the same kind of experience Mm -hmm. so maybe that's why maybe that's why it was so bad I don't know yeah but I'm just saying that maybe all you you don't have to listen to everyone that tells you something because mm. everyone has different experiences like you just heard so yeah. for me I would say it was not necessary for me but then for so many other people of course it's necessary and maybe if I had a different experience I would say the same mm-hmm. so if someone if one person is telling you do this do that maybe just look into yourself I know it's hard because you might not even know what you want to do at all. But just think, what do I enjoy? What are the things that I could see myself doing? Read a lot of job descriptions. Write down, okay, I like this. I don't like that. I like this. I don't like that. And then apply to the ones where you see the most similarity to your personality and what you would like to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, then after you've applied... um, Should we talk about what they should write in their um, application letter? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we should talk about that. Yeah, so... What you should put on your CV and what you should put on your mm -hmm. cover letter if you need one. Yeah. It always says online if you need a cover letter. People usually ask for a cover letter. When you're doing internships, but not always when you're doing... When you're applying for jobs. Really? Most of the time. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. It just depends. Unless it's a graduate scheme or something like that. Yeah, if it's a graduate scheme. Because otherwise your CV says it all and they'll they'll know if they're interested in you by the, by, Mm -hmm. you know, your CV. But when you're doing an internship, they kind of do want to see it because the thing is on your CV, when you might not have a lot. Yeah, you might not have anything yet. Maybe you worked at a a shop or at your local cafe. Yeah. Or did an internship, maybe like a day experience with your family member Mm -hmm. or something small like that. Or maybe you were in the debate club at your school. Yeah. But you didn't really have any experience yet. Mm -hmm. So apart from putting all those things on your CV and maybe some skills or languages that you have, mm-hmm. um, they can't get a better idea of who you are as a person and if you'd be interested. So they ask for a cover letter. Yeah. And I, I remember when I first started writing cover letters, I was researching it, mm-hmm. and I, I thought that I needed to write, like, a story. 
literally my cover letter was a page long of like what I'm doing now, what I did before, what my background is, why I'm so passionate about this, why I think I would be a good fit. Mm -hmm. And it was just so long and no wonder nobody was answering me ever because they didn't even want to they don't have the time to read something that's like your life's story. No, exactly. They just want to know in like a few short lines, maybe write three or four, Mm -hmm. you know, about what you're doing, who you are as a person where you see yourself going, why you think you would like to work with them. Mm-hmm. It has to apply. Really short and punchy and make sure it that applies. you kind of understand the role that you're applying for. That's it. And the company that you're applying that's to work it. with. That's it. And that's what you're focusing on. Yeah. Even in your CV. If you have something that does not relate at all. Just take it off. Take it off. If you have other things that relate more, take that one thing off. If yeah. it's like I was a zookeeper and you're applying for this fashion internship at a magazine, yeah. nobody's gonna you know like it might be interesting actually being a zookeeper people might be like oh cool she was yeah. but if it's something completely off and you don't need it no you have other not, things yeah exactly if take it's not it relevant off. at all it yeah. doesn't benefit you to have completely random experiences exactly. it's better to keep things on there that are mm-hmm. you know close to what you want to do that are relevant yeah but if you only have one zookeeper experience mm-hmm. use it to your advantage yeah. so in your cover letter be like I was tending to loads of different animals and I was talking to different, you know, different people that came into the zoo and thereby I learned how to do customer relations and then sell yourself like that. Yeah, you sell yourself through the job that you did and you kind of turn it around in a way that it can be suitable for that position that you're applying for, basically. So know the company, know the position, know what you need to do, like what what skills you need to have and Mm -hmm. prove that you have those skills. Tell them why you will benefit them. Mm-hmm. That's why they care. That's why, you know, everyone wants to know how they will be benefited. They don't really look at it and say, okay, we will help this person out so, so much. They're thinking, how will this person help out the company? Is another person going to help us better? So which one do we choose? Yeah, exactly. You have to convince them. Oh, that's really true. I think we should also talk about um, what is the actual like whole process Oh yeah. from the point that you apply. What mm-hmm. happens next in terms of, you know, how many interviews do you need to do? It depends. It yeah. really depends. But um, maybe we can just talk about what, on like, our experience with interviews. Mm-hmm. I never had one of those, what are they called, when you go into f- so many different... It's a lot in consulting mm-hmm. and a lot in investment banking. I know, what are they called? When you go in um, and you have different, like, tests. Assessment days. Assessment centers. A lot of the biggest brands, they have assessment centers. I never did one I never well. did one either, so we can't really talk about it. But I know that that's, like, a whole process. Yeah, that's a completely different process, actually, mm-hmm. which they don't really have that many in fashion, to be honest. No. Um, but for me, so my first experience was with Michael Kors. Yeah. And so after I applied, I think like in two days time, because I applied right when it went up, mm-hmm. I got an email saying that they're really interested in my CV and they'd love to talk with me further. And so they were going to have a phone call with me for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so this was the first time that I was doing, um, you know, like a call with a company. Were you nervous? Basically. I was so nervous. Mm-hmm. And this is how I was because I, I literally was so nervous I had my notes all over the place. Like, I had notes on my laptop. I had handwritten notes on, like, a million papers of, like, different things. (laughs) If if they asked me a question about, like, my motivation, if they asked me a question about my degree, if they asked me a question about experience, I don't know, in doing, like, different tasks or how I handle a challenge. Like, I had everything written out so that I had a scenario to answer for everything. Yeah. And um, (laughs) it was actually really funny because the interview went quite well that I didn't even need to look at them. And you felt prepared. I felt prepared. Yeah. But when I started to look at them, I was just overwhelmed with, like, information (laughs) information on there yeah but i was prepared and um, you can write down some keynotes though you can definitely write yeah the good thing about having phone interviews is that if they're not you know skype and you don't need to be face to face Mm -hmm. you can actually have stuff yeah you can have stuff in front of you to look at Mm -hmm. have notes have points Mm -hmm. have the company um, page up or like the job application so that you can keep looking looking at it yeah. Um, making sure it doesn't get you distracted. Mm-hmm. But so for me, the process for all of my internships pretty much was very straightforward. Mm-hmm. They're not as lengthy as a job usually because of the fact that it's just an internship and you're not there for that long. So after I had the call, I, got, I just got the job. And mm-hmm. um, so that was really quick. I didn't even need to go into the office to meet with them 
or anything like that. And I remember also, not long ago actually, just like less than a year ago,、mm-hmm. I got an internship in buying at Selfridges. Yeah, I remember、and、this. Yeah, you remember, yeah. This was the. It was not、when. long ago, yeah.、Oh, we had like... already known each other. It was like in January, February. Wow. And、um, when I got the internship, because I already had some other <laughs> internships before that,、yeah. they, didn't, they didn't interview me. I applied and they emailed me to say, We would like to offer you the position.、Oh、my God. That's、yeah. it. I didn't even have a phone call with them, I didn't need to go into the office. Yeah,、Nothing. it just depends. So it can really depend. For me, I don't know what it was. I don't remember. It was, I feel like it was so long ago since I did a, <laughs> an internship. But、um, one of them, it's mainly been through like email correspondence.、Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I've had calls and stuff, and I've been so nervous I nearly like peed my pants. I remember like <laughs> the first time, or the first time I ever went into one of the companies, you know, I was so nervous every single time.、Yeah. And I, I guess、well. that's a part of it. That's a part of the whole process, just being really nervous. And,、mm-hmm. But you have to really prepare as well. Prepare yourself, know the basics of the industry you're going into, know kind of who works there, what roles there are,、mm-hmm. so you feel like you're prepared for the situation. I always think、um, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. That's yeah, something yeah. I always think about, even for exams and stuff like that.、Mm-hmm. I always think of that because it's true in every situation. Even if you're doing something small, if you're going to like lunch or something, if you forget to bring your wallet, prepare to fail. Yeah. No, that was、really、maybe、true. a bad example. <laughs> But you know what I mean? It, it, it applies everywhere you know in life. Yeah. So, what, what else do I have to answer? <laughs> yeah, I think. I think that's it on the internship process. Oh, yeah.、Much. Oh, yeah. We went into other questions as well. Yeah. Okay. Should it apply to your degree? We have that. We asked that, yeah. Do you get paid for fashion internships? Yeah. So, this really does depend on the length of your internships. Yeah. And especially in fashion, it can be quite known that you don't really get、nope. paid. Like, I never got paid for an internship. And some were you know, a few days long, some were a few weeks long,、yeah. some were a month. So it just really depends.、Um, and also, if you do it part time or full time,、yeah. you might get lucky and you might get paid. But if you do, it is kind of minimum wage anyway. I think there's a new law now, though. Oh, is there? Yeah, that you have to pay interns now.、Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I remember I got like sometimes I got 30 pounds a day, sometimes I got 10 pounds a day. A、Sometimes、lot of times you would、nothing. get expenses as well. Expenses, yeah, yeah that's what like I got. Like your food, your lunch covered, your transport, that kind of thing.、Mm-hmm. I always got my expenses, but、yeah. I never got a salary from it, basically. No. But then when you go into the internships that are like year long or like six yeah, months, exactly. then if you're not getting paid, then there's a problem. Then there's a problem. Then there's something with the company. You shouldn't be working with them, to be honest. Yeah, you shouldn't be working for a long period of time. No, only if it's if short term,、yeah. it is legal. Yeah.、Um, unless, like Anna said, the laws have changed actually.、Mm-hmm. But if it is for a long term, if it's for a year, like if you do your.、Um, Not a gap year, but a year out in industry while studying, you will get paid. You need to get paid. Yeah, but also it's not as bad. You know, when you're a student, you're already counting on the fact that you're not paid.、Mm-hmm. But then again, if you are a student and you need to work at the same time, I would actually say you should get a part time job if you're in your undergraduate、mm-hmm. degree. That's true. Because that way you'll earn some money at the same time as getting industry experience. And it's kind of the same. It's, it's actually. Better kind of than having it's not better than having an internship because you're stuck to one job for a long time,、mm-hmm. so you cannot change and you cannot really try different things. But you're able to earn some money and you're able to do your university degree, and、uh, it just really depends on how you want to set up your day and if you have the chance to do internships or if you need to work. So, there's many ways to go about it, but inter- interning is not the only way if you feel like you can't do it financially. Right, that's true. You don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, what you said, you don't have to feel like you can't, oh, you can't do it. You'll be left out because you can't afford to do a free internship. Yeah. There's always ways around it. Or you can even ask when you do the internship, like, can I come in once a week or、yeah. part time? Because you need to also, of course, have another job on the side. Yeah. So、exactly. there are always ways around this and places that you can find because I'm sure they do understand, even if they can't you know, afford themselves, maybe、mm-hmm. pay. Mm-hmm. They'll understand and be flexible. Yeah, exactly. 
Okay, so should you do a variety or all in the same field? So this is for the internships. Yeah, so I don't know about you, but my experience was all mm-hmm. kind of in the same field. Which ones did you do? You don't have to say the names if you don't want to, but like... Yeah, I'll, I can say the names. Yeah, actually. I think I, I, I spoke about well. a few. I don't have that many, just like a handful of experiences. Yeah. So my first was with Michael Kors in the wholesale division. Yeah. My second one was a PR internship at a boutique in Notting Hill. Mm -hmm. It was a little vintage shop, basically, and I just worked with the owner, and I did her, I was sat at, like, a little desk in the back room, just doing her PR and kind of, like, celebrity and outreach to magazines like Grazia and Vogue and stuff like that to try to get a feature. That's cool. And, um... So I was not there for very long, actually. I was there for like a month and I did it once or twice a week. I can't remember. I think Mm -hmm. once a week on every Wednesdays for a month Mm -hmm. while I was studying and I didn't have class on on, um, Wednesday. Yeah. And she was paying my expenses, Mm -hmm. but then she had to like cancel it earlier on. I think it was we signed for two months, but she had to stop after one month because she was renovating the store and doing some things like that. Mm. And then she thought that after her renovation, we would be able to pick it back up. Mm-hmm. But then she just never was able to um, to continue. So mm-hmm. it was very, very short because it was only one day a week. Yeah. But I, what I was doing, it was completely different from working for a big company like Michael Kors. I was just working yeah. with one person. And I had to do a lot of... I actually hated this because... Really? I used to be so nervous about being on the phone with people. Oh, you had to be on the phone. And in this job, because it was PR, I had to be... She would be like, did you call Grazia yet? Did you call this person yet? Did you call that person? Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, oh my god, I have to call everybody. Like, can I not just email them? And she'll be like, no, they can't email... They're not going to email you back. Most likely, you have to just call them. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it'll take forever for you to get an answer. Yeah. So I had to be on the phone trying to get in touch like a a name or someone to let me speak to somebody from the like what was it called the advertising department of these big magazines and I most of the time when I would call the receptionist would pick up and I'd explain who I was really quickly and she'd be like nope we don't have time and I would Mm -hmm. be trying to like get a contact Oh, oh do you have an email address for someone I could contact and they would give me like a general email so it was very hard and they were very ruthless and kind of not very nice to you that's how it is a lot but it is time. how it is in the industry yeah. so I that just made me like I guess have a stronger mindset afterwards yeah because I was just so afraid every time to come in and have to call these people who'd be so rude to me mm-hmm. but it actually, makes you stronger though it makes you stronger and it's their job to be like that and you just need to yeah. fight your way around it so because imagine if they were, they said yes to every single person exactly. that called them. Exactly. They couldn't do that they because couldn't. then everyone, you know, the editors, they would have too many and overwhelming amount of responses. Yeah. And they only want people who they would be interested in. Mm-hmm. And they already kind of know who they're yeah, interested in. Yeah, exactly. So that was a short internship for mine in PR. And mm-hmm. I kind of knew after that that I didn't want to go into public relations, actually. Same. I did want to. <laughs> I was like, nah. Yeah, yeah. That made me be like, no. Like, yeah. wholesale as well, it was no. I like the company and the people at Michael Kors, but that actual job wasn't for me because I didn't want to be organizing showrooms Mm -hmm. and having to do those kind of things. The PR one was just too hectic and I feel like you have to be very very you know Mm -hmm. tough and strong-minded and really like to like chat to people a lot and make connections even though I do that through my social media it's quite different. And you were younger too. I was also very young. And it stresses you out. I remember one time I went with an ex-boyfriend of mine to like a Goldman Sachs event. Mm-hmm. It's not who you think it is. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. um, I went and he was older than me. He had like connections to Goldman through his job. Mm-hmm. And he wanted me to come with him to this event. I remember the day before because I knew I was going. Mm-hmm. I was so nervous. I could barely breathe. <laughs> I had just turned 18 and I was going to this like Serpentine Gallery Goldman Sachs event. Yeah. And I was about to like die. I didn't want to go. <laughs> I was so scared to talk to anybody. When we got there, we were talking to people who were really high up in the industry and like twice three times my age Mm -hmm. and it was the first time I had been in this kind of environment that might sound weird but before it was just like my parents friends that kind of thing more relaxed it was never like a corporate environment where Mm -hmm. I was being you know kind of judged because Mm -hmm. I was on the arm of this guy who was working for a company and I was just really lost and confused and scared 
And yeah. um, so it's different. Because if I were to go now, it would be a whole different story. Yeah. Like, I remember I did lots of networking events when I was at UCL. Yeah. And although I didn't go into this industry, like, we had networking events for big consulting firms and finance as well, with representatives from, like, Morgan Stanley, Lloyd's, and McKinsey, and all of those. And, you know, I was just determined to speak to them. I was like, I'm not going here for no reason. I'm going because I want to. And so I would approach every representative and chat to them about something. Find something we have in common or ask them lots of questions. That's good. Give my um, whatever, like business card, basically, or get theirs. Yeah. And I would just force myself. But a few years ago, I would have been so nervous. I would have said, no, I'm not going. Or like, I don't know what yeah. to do there. So you definitely need to push yourselves and mm-hmm. it can pay off. For sure. Yeah, you know, actually, I got invited. One of the women there uh, that I met, uh, of course, through him, um, she invited me. She emailed me a few days later, and she asked me to go to a woman's woman in business event at oh. Goldman. So I went there. I was even more nervous <laughs> because it was like a smaller group of women who were like really high up in the industry yeah. who went to this event with like amazing speakers. I don't exactly remember who it was, but they were great speakers. And um, it was just like a whole room and I didn't know anyone. The the woman that I had met, she was a bit late. Mm -hmm. So I met, I had to go into this room. You know, everyone was twice my age and I had to go in. I was just like 18 years old. I went in, I had to start talking to people. People were already in groups. Mm -hmm. It's even worse than going to a blogging event. (laughs) You know, people at blogging events, at least, you know, they have the same interests as you and they're the same age as you. There you have to try to make a connection. Exactly. You have no idea if you're interested. If you're interested in the same thing at all, yeah. basically. And they were like, probably like, who's this kid? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then, but then she arrived later and it was all fine. And she even asked because she knew probably that I would be too scared to ask. She asked one of the speakers because she put her hand up and she's like, what would you say to someone who's in university and who's looking for internships within the industry? Mm-hmm. Something like, even though I wasn't wanting to look in that industry, um she was still so helpful and she she knew I didn't want she had kids herself she oh, knew yeah. I wouldn't put my hand up and ask yeah, yeah. so she asked for me without even asking That's me really nice. and you know people are there to help you if you kind of try as well mm-hmm. and if you go to these events with an open mind and you shouldn't be scared I mean of course you will mess up you will might say things that you didn't mean to say or you might feel mm-hmm. out of place but in the That's end true. you always learn exactly like, you always learn something yeah no yeah, matter there's what. nothing bad that can happen. Everything is either a blessing or a lesson. Yeah, that's true. I like that. Go me with all these quotes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, yes. wait, wait, should I? Did you fit? No, you didn't finish yours. Okay, so then the oh other God, internship like that the I had. No, but it's good because <laughs> we get to talk about, yeah, lots of interesting things. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. The last one was with um, Selfridges and that was in buying. Yeah. And I actually waited like another year to do the last one while mm-hmm. I was in my master's, maybe even a year and a half between. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I really wanted to go into this industry for sure or not, mm-hmm. but I was really interested in seeing how it worked because yeah. I felt like when I did wholesale, I was on the other side of it and I wanted to see what it worked what you know how like it worked as a buyer Mm -hmm. and so I got my first buying internship with Selfridges in their department it was a big one and it was really crazy so I was actually doing that part-time a few days a week because I was also studying the rest of the week and um it was just manic because there were like 25 buyers in contemporary accessories department basically what 25 in contemporary well, accessories not 25 buyers but 25 people in the team so oh like involving merchandisers that's so many buyers assistant buyers um and then even the assistant of the assistant buyers what's the turnover of selfridges i don't know honestly i want to know i don't know but that's crazy. there were there's a lot of people and i remember they took me through the whole floor the day that i came in Mm-hmm. And yeah, there are a lot of people in every department. So yeah. that was that for me. I think they're all good mm-hmm. internships, but they yeah, made they me are. realize what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do at all, basically. Yeah, I did a few like different ones in the industry because I had no idea what I was doing, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I was in uni and I was like, what do I like? What am I interested yeah, in? Yeah. I have no idea. Let's just go. Let's yeah. just start. So the first one I did was in PR. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was at a company... 
I forgot what it's called. Blake and something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blake and Blake or something. Oh, I don't remember. But they were a startup. Mm-hmm. And I was doing a PR with them. And I was doing a lot of social media stuff. And trying to gain attraction and, like, attention to the social media pages. You know, trying to get involved with social media influencers. At that time, this was when I started uni. So, like, three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe even, yeah, three and a half to four years ago. And I wasn't in the industry. I didn't do blogging or anything. But I thought it was quite interesting. So I did that on the side of my blogging. And then when I said, okay, I've worked here for like six months. And I asked to start getting paid. I was only doing it for like two days a week. And then Mm -hmm. they started and they said, okay, we can probably pay you £7 an hour or something. Which was quite Mm -hmm. a lot, actually, Mm -hmm. for a startup. Mm -hmm. And then they figured out that they didn't have enough money, actually, to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, They came back to me and they're like, without checking our books and everything, it didn't really work. Um, So then I moved on from that. And I was in uni again. And then, well, full time. Mm -hmm. And then I started working at a healthy ice cream company. Mm -hmm. It's called Frill. Yeah. And uh, Mm -hmm. this was actually started by... um, a man called Cosro. He used to work at McKinsey. And um, yeah, he's really, really intelligent. I actually saw a talk for, from him on business of fashion a few months ago. Mm. And I was like, oh, look, it's him. Yeah, did you work <laughs> alongside with him? Um, no, but I got to speak to him a few times. And I did my interview with him, actually. Mm. Um, so it was really interesting to see behind the scenes. I did a lot of marketing and I did a lot of um, trying to figure out how to market one of their cafes that they had opened in a mm-hmm. in a, a building um, like in an office in a corporate office and we wanted to see how we can gain more footfall and how people would start walking in there and purchase food instead of going out of the mm-hmm. building and it was actually really hard because there were so many cons instead yeah. of pros uh. um, but it was interesting and then after like six months I didn't get paid for this internship I got Mm -hmm. paid well I did I got paid 30 pounds a day Mm -hmm. um but after a few months I decided that it was not working out really for me anymore Mm -hmm. um part-time yeah only once a week yeah actually but they were they're a really cool company and they do so many great things I buy their ice creams even now they're all natural Mm -hmm. this is like some it's not the sponsor obviously but (laughs) (laughs) this is just some endorsement for them because all their ice creams you can find them in Whole Foods and all health food stores Mm -hmm. they're fully natural you would love them and it's just fruits and veggies in them there's no added sugar no nothing no like xanthan gum yeah you showed me that once Mm -hmm. it looks really cool they're really quite expensive but it's because the ingredients are so good so if you have the chance to try it out do so because it's not going to make you bloated and they're vegan and they're truly actually good for you Mm -hmm. and it's ice cream so if you're on a diet even amazing (laughs) anyways um and then what did I do I went of course I was still in uni what did I do oh yeah I did a marketing internship for MCM which is like a a German company handbag company Mm -hmm. went there one summer and I was interning for a few months And um, I was basically, yeah, just working in the marketing team. I got to do campaigns. I got to do, like, influencer marketing and stuff. At the time, I had, like, 2,000 followers or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to work alongside another girl who also did blogging. And she's so sweet. Her name's Saranda. And uh, she was, like, honestly, like, a big sister to me when I was there. And she, she helped me out so much. I got to know her. She's so sweet. And um, we still, like, write each other sometimes. So it was really, really helpful for me to be there. Also, I grew so much because I moved Mm -hmm. to Switzerland for a few months by myself. And I just stayed at this lovely, lovely woman's, like, house. She Mm -hmm. was so sweet. She worked with my father. And I got to stay with her. And she, like, she took such good care of me. And she was so kind to me. But it was also interesting for me because I'd never been in the country for that long. Yeah, why didn't you move to Switzerland? To work there. Just for work? So yeah. So you were not studying? No, it was it was summer break. Oh, okay. So I took that summer, actually. I worked for MCM. I worked for Grazia. And then, that yeah, that's when I also worked for Grazia. So I did magazine. Mm-hmm. And then what did I do last? I did, I worked for a company called Orange Hive, which is in Germany, in Frankfurt. And for them, I was doing a lot of, like, content creation 
and uh, I did also a camp not a campaign but a new project I planned out a new project which was like a book that they were doing with a client so I got to do the planning for that and how it would all plan like pan out and how mm-hmm. the book would work and kind of hope that they would sell that to the client and it was really interesting because I got really tough feedback and I got to present stuff for the company like for the owners of the company and um you know they were tough on me they gave me critique and they told me how things were yeah and they asked me to do things differently I did things that I was a bit embarrassed of you know like I thought they meant one thing and they meant another and I happens that can happen yeah sure exactly and I embarrassed myself for long yeah yeah but, you know, you move on from it because they also understand that you didn't mean it in that way. Exactly. Like, I was writing the story and I was planning it out and they said, maybe make it a bit more personal. And I kind of, like, involved my own life in it. And then they were like, no, no, not like that. Yeah. And then I was like, this is so embarrassing. Because now this person knows, like, some stuff in my life. Yeah. But, you know, you learn from it. And, yeah, what else did I do? That's quite a lot, actually. That's a good amount of internships. Yeah, but I think I forgot something. Anyways, if I forgot <laughs> something, then that's okay. But yeah, what I wanted to say is I did like kind of a 360 in the industry. Uh, then I went into blogging myself. So right, I've done yeah. PR. Um, I've done magazine. I've done marketing. And I've kind of also done a bit of like uh, agency work Mm -hmm. and then now blogging. So it's really interesting for me now. And then also to have like the managerial stuff from my degree. I didn't first see how it all worked together, but now I know that I want to go into consulting. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of have like a 360 picture of the whole fashion industry missing out with buying and wholesale, Mm -hmm. actually. Right, right. Yeah. Merchandising. Yeah, actually, it's quite interesting. You have another side of the business, and I have another side yeah. of the business. But yeah, so that's what my whole story came to, is that mm-hmm. I was meant to do all these things, not just to try them out, but also to learn from every aspect of the industry to be able to do what I want to do in the future. And I didn't know that until recently, until like this year. Yeah. Then I figured it out. It can take time to figure out. It's true. I didn't yeah. know as well the whole time I was doing my degree. I didn't really know what I was doing and then I did my master's because I didn't mm-hmm. want to find a full-time job yet because Same, I didn't know I did what it. to do it in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to do my master's and learn more and have some yeah. more time to think and do more internships. Mm-hmm. And now I actually finally found something that I really do enjoy. Yeah. If there's one thing that I regret from my internships, it's maybe not doing a wider range because mm-hmm. I did do kind of like um, PR, wholesale and buying but mm-hmm. and merchandising. That's still a lot, though. It's still a lot, but I would have maybe liked to have also done uh, maybe, like, social media as well. Even though I do a lot of social media with my blog, it's mm-hmm. quite different to work in social media for another company. Yeah. So I would have liked to do something along those lines or maybe along the lines of um, yeah, marketing or mm-hmm. something more strategic Yeah. in that sense because it did relate a lot to my degree. But all in all, it did work out quite well. And, it, you know, it helped me to see a bigger picture of the company because now when I'm at my job that I'm at now, mm-hmm. I understand how different parts of the fashion business how do work and how they mm-hmm. all come together and what the mm-hmm. end goal is. Because when you're doing internships and you're still learning yeah. what you're doing, you can't understand what the biggest, the bigger picture is, basically. But you'll see it later. Like yeah. with everything in life, puzzles, it will come together. And uh, for the fashion industry... It's so important to know people, to know yes. perspectives. Yeah. Because you cannot be like, for example, in engineering, I feel like you can be more an expert in your field and you can focus on what mm. you do best. But in fashion, you have to know how to cater to everyone. You have to know how to interact with people mm-hmm. and, you know, to live up to everyone's expectations. If you don't know what a stylist works on, like what they actually do, and you are asked to work with them on a project and you have no idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. then you need to research and you know you need to figure out right. everyone's tasks yeah I feel like you work a lot with different people as well yeah everyone has different personalities yeah yeah mm-hmm. exactly because different personalities are good for different aspects of the industry mm-hmm. which is maybe not true if you're you know teaching you might have similar I don't know if I'm saying if it, this is true but you may have similar attributes you know you might be really caring really friendly really knowledgeable Of course, those are all things that you have usually when you are a teacher. But in fashion, you can be such different people working in one Mm -hmm. field because it requires so many different inputs Mm -hmm. to create a great team. 
Yeah, I think as with most industries, actually. Maybe true. I mean, maybe you have similar backgrounds in some and very different in others because, Mm -hmm. like, let's say if you're doing finance, you know that probably everyone is studying finance, who's working Mm -hmm. in finance with you, they have had done some kind of, like, finance or accounting degree. Yeah. Um, But when you're in fashion, you kind of, you get people from all over, like, Mm -hmm. all over the world and also different degrees. Yeah very different from what you've done or the same so yeah you work with a large range of people yeah and um what about if if there's something that you would tell your younger self now Mm -hmm. something that you would think is beneficial to know when you're doing internships or after what would it be for me i think it would be even if it's an internship it matters and if you're waking up in the morning and you're not motivated that's okay that's how I was Mm -hmm. for all of my internships basically nearly all of them Mm -hmm. but you have to really take on a role you have to know okay well I'm here for a reason I'm not here to just walk around and drag my feet and look at everyone and feel sorry for myself you know I'm here to work I'm here to make an impression and I'm gonna ask questions Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be present I'm gonna I'm, you know, I'm going to be there and I'm going to learn and I'm going to come out as a better person. I'm going to come out as a person that understands more about the industry, about the world, about people, about, you know, communication and uh, go places to learn things and don't just go along with your day without a purpose. That's mm-hmm. something that I wish I had done more. Yeah, I would definitely say the same. I would say the real world is not as scary as it seems. That's true. And to not be afraid of people, to ask for things or to show yourself um, in a better light, give more initiative, and just, mm-hmm. like, yeah, push yourself to do things that you really want to try out because you're there to learn as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's everything that will be covered. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay, do you want to introduce, like, um, the competition, what yeah. the goals are? I'll get some. Okay, yeah, so we're going to have another competition this week. And so the rules really quickly before Anna comes with the prize yeah. is all you need to do is screenshot this episode and share it on your stories, hashtagging giveaway and hashtag Girl Talk Mondays and tag Anna and I, Bianca Derry and Letters of Style so that we can see your post. And yeah, it's just super easy. We have them every week. So definitely don't forget to like listen to the next one and go to the end because we have a competition every week, and it's really easy to enter them. Yes, and for this one, we actually have some tanning products, and it is Naked Skin Organic Gradual Glow Daily Tan Moisturizer, and the Natural Tan Mousse, and it's supposed to have no odor in it, and yeah. They're actually really good. I've used them before. You tried it? Yeah, a few years ago. They're really nice. Mm, Okay. I don't use much fake tan because I don't have the time for that. Yeah, but they're really nice ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's what you can get if you do what Bianca said. <laughs> yeah, so that's it for this week. I hope yeah. that it was really insightful. We're I really, really enjoyed chatting about this. Yeah, me too. It's a serious one compared to the last two we oh, did. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We were so laughy <laughs> in the other ones. Yeah, oh yeah. They're not even going to think I'm the same person. I know. But I think it's good to have those kind of sides, like to share yeah. maybe like funny, silly stories about mm-hmm. your personal experience and go more into detail about serious things because everybody needs to know or wants to know these topics as well so Mm -hmm. it can only be helpful and if you already have done internships or working maybe it's interesting for you as well to see like Mm -hmm. what what we did basically and how we got to where we are now and what we thought of everything Mm -hmm. and also it might show you that you don't always have to be serious all the time but there is a place (laughs) and time for it and uh, yeah we all have our more intellectual sides <laughs> yeah and then we also have our relaxed tired sides and that's okay yeah so i don't know true. but that's another life lesson exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right okay on that note we're gonna see you in the next one yes bye guys bye.